Good morning. It's a beautiful Monday morning here in Kansas City. The weather is delightful. Spring is in the air. So it's warm, it's sunny, it's bright, and it's a beautiful day. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. This is Truth Matters with Terry McCarthy. Annie Dillard talks about her father leaving the family when she was 9 or 10 years old. I don't know if you're familiar with Annie Dillard. She's a great American author and one of my favorites. Her dad was an executive in a very prosperous company in Pennsylvania. It was one her great-grandfather had actually started in 1848. So they were blue bloods and they were from a lot of money. Annie and her sister had enjoyed a life of privilege and comfort But her dad just up and quit his position in the family business, sold his interest. He bought a boat, a sailboat, and he, uh, it's a part sail, part motorboat, and he decided he wanted to sail the Mississippi, footloose and fancy free. And he left his wife and two daughters pretty much to fend for themselves and pretty much in poverty. Dillard describes the day that she and her sister and mom watched her dad leave the dock and start his journey down the Mississippi. She says, I looked at him as he waved from the boat, and I thought to myself, he's not so much free as just loose. Dillard's phrase rolls around in my head a lot. He wasn't free so much as just loose. So I have to ask myself, what's the difference between being free and loose? And I think it's a very important question. And oddly enough, it makes me think of a Chinese legend about the jealous empress and the favored concubine. So I'm going to tell you a little story here. The empress hated the concubine because she was the emperor's favorite. The concubine was always happy and singing, and she was a beautiful dancer. And every night, the emperor would ask the concubine to dance and sing for him. She was doted on by all the palace because she was pleasant and kind and happy and beautiful. The empress was beautiful, too, and of excellent royal breeding, but people didn't dote on her. And in a fit of jealousy and anger, she had the concubine kidnapped and hidden away in a prison-like fortress many days' journey from the capital. On occasion, the empress would secretly venture out to see the concubine, but she would always find her singing, and she noticed that the guards and keepers had become tender-hearted towards their charge. Here in the prison, the concubine was once more loved, doted on, and extremely happy. This enraged the empress, and she commanded all the personnel to ignore the concubine. Don't speak to her. Don't speak her name. Don't have eye contact with her. And she hired spies to ensure that the concubine was kept in total isolation. But even then, when the empress would go to check on the concubine, she would find her happy and pleasant and always singing. The jealousy and anger so ate away at the empress that she cruelly ordered the beautiful concubine, to have her arms and legs removed and her torso placed in a plain clay jar. Once the horrible deed had been done, the empress could not restrain herself, but she had to see the concubine. The empress was certain she would find her fearful, grief-stricken, and miserable. I mean, who wouldn't be? No arms and legs and you're stuck in a jar. Only the Chinese could invent such a story. (laughs) So she was sure she was going to find that concubine in bad shape. But instead, she found the concubine jarred up, her head the only thing exposed. 
singing more beautifully and sweetly than ever. And the empress flew into an outrage. She shouted at the jarred concubine, How can you sing? How can you be happy? I've cut off your arms and legs and you are in a jar. You are imprisoned and bound. Your freedom is forever gone. Your beauty is forever gone. Your life is over. How can you sing? She was furious and confused. But the concubine replied, "Mm, Which of us is really imprisoned? Your anger and jealousy have made much more of a prisoner out of you than me. You see, one was free and the other was just loose. Scripture tells us that he who the sun sets free is free indeed. Jesus told the woman who was bent over with infirmity, Woman, thou art loosed. Here I guess free and loose are kind of synonyms, but in everyday English I think there is a difference, a very big difference. One is a state of mind and the other is a state of being. Freedom is a funny thing. Some theologians believe we can be free from sin. I personally have never experienced that here on earth, and I've never met anyone who was free from sinning. We talk a lot about freedom in America. We've got Freedom Fighters, Operation Iraqi Freedom, Freedom of Speech, Young Americans for Freedom, Freedom of Information Act. Yeah, we like our freedom here in America. But what does it mean to be free? Can we be free without responsibility? Is freedom a mindset or is it a condition? Or maybe just a little bit of both. I know for me personally, it's never permanent. I can be free one day and in total bondage the next. I refer to bondage as addictions, unforgiveness, memories we can't get rid of, attitudes, habits we just can't seem to change. I think freedom is more of a state of mind than a state of being. I've been to churches in countries where the government took away individual freedoms, no human rights, and actually persecuted them. And yet the congregation was freer than any I've ever seen in the United States. And I believe that freedom is a choice we make. A choice to forgive. A choice to forget. A choice to do the right thing. And those choices sometimes must come daily. Freedom isn't as much about where I am as who I am. Freedom isn't as much about governments or human rights or even the ability to come and go as I please. But freedom is all about doing the right thing even when it's hard. Freedom's about making choices that are hard and complex and often costly. Freedom is about dying to the flesh and the old carnal nature. It's about decreasing that Christ might increase in me. It's about giving over control to the Holy Spirit and asking Him to sanctify me, purify me, and to search my heart. This kind of freedom makes me think of Jesus' words when He was quoting Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free. And even though it's hard and perhaps complicated, I do want to be free, really free, and not just loose. I think about the theology that's being taught in our churches today, where God loves you just the way you are, and that wonderful idea that love wins, and you can live with your partner and not be married, but that's okay, Jesus loves you, or you can smoke that dope, and it's okay because Jesus loves you, and you can live a life every day self-absorbed and doing what you want to do, and that's okay because Jesus loves you just the way you are. But that's not true freedom. That's actually being loose. Freedom is our ability to yield to God through His Word, submit ourselves, And say, here I am, Lord. Heart, 
Body, mind, soul, I'm yours, and I submit myself to your will. I think it's about that old refrigerator magnet. God loves you just the way you are, but he loves you too much to leave you that way. Well, that's today's podcast. I hope you have a wonderful Monday. I'm hoping to start doing a series one day a week on heroes of the faith, the old time heroes. And uh, I need to hear from you. So leave a comment, thumbs up, let me know if you like or don't like. Because like I always tell you, it's lonely out here in podcast land. Blessings to you and thanks for joining us on Truth Matters with Terry McCarthy.